0: welcome to a very unique cxqa live from icmi and we're here with our friend jeremy Watkin from number barn glad to have you
1: yeah it's great to be here welcome to orlando
0: yeah <laughs> this is my first time at icmi so obviously excited to learn and network and meet lots of great folks feel like uh, just kind of being new to the industry, it's exciting times to learn and connect with folks here. Uh, so we're here at ICMI, but today we're really making a pretty special, unique announcement about an idea for a new metric. The current metrics in our industry measure agent performance or customer satisfaction. You know, you think of CSAT or AHT, NPS, first call resolution, that type of thing. But that leaves a gap when it comes to integrating the voice of agents or VOA. And we are gonna start using VOA as a hashtag and as a thing, it's a thing now. Yeah, I like hashtag VOA. Hashtag VOA. I think it'll be good. Jeremy says it's official, so it's official. Uh, but we're, we're really hoping to uh, address this gap that is left with the other metrics when it comes to integrating the, the VOA, the voice of agents into decision-making. That, that is really pretty critical so when when we think about the the dynamics that uh play into all of it um we we've got we've got that huge gap right so businesses don't make decisions without a business case you know and and metrics are a key part of that business case um and the current labor realities on top of that really require us as an industry to understand the voa the voice of agent now more than ever if, if we're going to go up and, and actually attack this uh, hemorrhage that's going on with the cost of training and and rehiring and all the things that happen um, that we're going through as an industry, we really need to understand the voice of, of the agent. We really need to make the voice of the agent something that we can measure and understand. And, and there, there's just a gap there. So the ASAT idea, uh, agent satisfaction metric concept, is one that seeks to do exactly that. So, with the with the voice of the agent being captured with six subdimensions, which is what we're trying to do, uh, those six subdimensions uh, roll up into a master metric that allow for the agent's data to be recorded and understood in context. So, as we were saying, with with business decisions rarely being made without data to back up those decisions, um, we're we're essentially coming up with this idea uh, to fill that gap. And, And we're talking about the concept here today at ICMI because we're trying to gain some feedback from CX leaders on the concept, and we're actually hoping to find some more people to help us to shape the metric. We have about 25 people, including yourself and some other really strong CX leaders and thinkers that have volunteered to help. And so that, that's really why we're here today. Now, Jeremy, I remember bringing this rough idea to you and a few others back in late spring.
1: Yeah, you know, when you brought it up to me, eight uh, sets seemed like such a simple metric. Like it was like, duh, we should have ASAT um, or I guess VOA. Right. <laughs> I need to use that hashtag.
0: Hashtag VOA uh, people.
1: But the more I, the more I thought about it, we really aren't measuring that or measuring it well in our organizations. Uh, I know some companies do like regular pulse surveys, uh, but what do they do, you know, with that data? And are they looking at getting a whole holistic view of what agents are saying? Um, I I worked at a company that did like a semi-annual employee engagement survey, and they had like fairly high turnover. Um, it was actually low for the industry, but it was it was still pretty high. And it 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 struck me um, how many agents were leaving, like after that survey had been administered and are coming in, and then they'd leave before the next one. So you would never hear their voice in that, in that typical, you know, annual or semi-annual employee engagement survey. Um, Now I'm not a huge, like, or sorry, I am a huge uh, CSAT guy. I like customer satisfaction. Um, But when you think about voice of agent, um, you can really, uh, measure the voice of the agent even before you get to customer satisfaction your agents are talking to customers every day all day um, and when you think about a good customer satisfaction response rate ours is like 15 to 20 percent I've seen a lot lower too um that means you're only hearing from 15 to 20 percent of your customers if you can if you can capture what your agents are thinking and feeling and what they're hearing from customers and the Uh, obstacles they're encountering to support their customers. It's just a, a more holistic way to know, you know, how agents are feeling and also how your customer experience is going. Yeah, for sure.
0: We, we always talk about the, the agent has some value that is often not realized. One of those being the agent can be, a really strong diagnostic tool for the business because of how close they are to the customer and how much they understand about the business. So they're going to understand more about the business than the customer. Oh, absolutely. They're talking to the customer. So that gives them a very unique opportunity to add value and to uh, be a diagnostic tool in that way. Now I thought maybe we could explain just a little bit about how the metric works itself, right? Because we're talking about taking things that seem very subjective and ethereal and, like what what is it that you're actually measuring to get to an understanding of the satisfaction that the agent has with their job? And there are six sub dimensions that roll up to make the ASAT master metric.
1: Yeah, so I'll talk about the the first three. Yeah. Uh the first one, uh, and i i'm I'm actively leading this team is the uh, the technology side of it. Uh, to put it really simply, do your agents have the tools they need to do their job well? I think about things like, how many systems, how many windows, how many mouse clicks does it take to support a customer? Uh, those are those are all obstacles to supporting the customer. And, you know, as I talk through these different things, like, you got to remember your agents actually want to solve customer issues. That's why they were hired. They, they, derive, they, they achieve purpose and meaning by solving customer issues. And if they can't do that, if they have to jump over a bunch of hurdles and still not solve those, they're not going to be happy about their job for sure. Um, you know, another one, how many times I work at a software company, so this comes up, how many times are the agents running into an error that pops up and engineering gives them a, uh, a, uh, well, recreate the error, and then I'll fix it. But then agent doesn't know how the error happens. So (laughs) it's, it's a rock and a hard place issue. And, and I think with technology agents don't expect perfection. They're willing to, they're probably the most adaptable group I know. Um, uh, as long as you're continuously improving and identifying the top pain points and continuing to improve those, it, you know, it's the concept of Kaizen continuous improvement. If you can do that with your agents, it goes a long way for sure. Um, so the second one is training. Um, and again, what I said earlier, agents want to solve customer problems and if they'll be dissatisfied if they're not empowered to do so. Uh, so uh, let's see, you know, Think about like unreasonable mest- metrics. Like, uh, there's Jeff Toyster over there. He doesn't see me. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. <laughs> uh, think about things like uh, average handle time. It's a it's a metric that contact center leaders love to like hammer on their agents to uh uh to improve. But but if you're hammering on that without giving your agents the tools and training to actually improve their AHT, like you can actually you can make gains in AHT, but don't just tell them to talk faster. Don't tell them to click all those buttons faster. Um, empower them through tools and training. So that goes back to technology too, obviously. Uh, and we definitely, you know, if you can identify those training gaps, it's going to go a long way toward uh, toward uh, improving improving agent satisfaction. Mm-hmm. So the third one, uh, is is product. Uh, in my contact center. We uh, we ask our agents to tag a ticket, and anytime a product uh, can't do something that the customer is asking for, it might be a bug, it might be a feature request, it might be an opportunity to uh, to to upsell or cross sell service. Um, But how many times are agents uh, having to make up for product deficiencies? How many times are they having to think outside the box because the product doesn't do something? How many times do they have to watch a customer go out the door uh, and go leave for a competitor because the product doesn't do something? Such a great opportunity to grab feedback about your products and services. You know, we've used it to like influence marketing to add, uh, to lower a price on something. We've used it to prioritize, uh, product improvements. So, so this one, I think product especially will, um, will highlight ways you can actually, Im- you can actually improve your marketability of the product and your, how you stack up against your competition. Your agents absolutely
0: know, um, uh, n- know how, how to improve in that area. Yeah. hundred percent. I know as a customer, when I talk to an agent and they say, yeah, we know that the product isn't performing correctly because we hear this same situation all the time. I just think to myself, boy, if I were an executive in this company, I would really want to know that. And I would want to know it in a way that was measurable and actionable. Uh, But really what we're, what we're doing here is we're increasing the value of the agent to the organization by providing all these kind of diagnostic feedback points. And when you think about it, if the product or service is not serving the customer well, and we're just keep trying to fix a broken leg with a bandaid then that's that's bad yeah right but it's actually pretty common yeah right? and how
1: often do agents like just realize that it's that's how it is and they just stop saying stuff they'll yeah. just leave like percent it's just like when your customers stop responding to your su- surveys and they just leave cuz no one's listening 100% like if you if you listen there's so much improvement that can be made
0: 100% 100% so The other three are the team dynamics. So when in team, we talk about the horizontal and vertical relationships within the company that the agent has, the people that they answer to, the people they work with, and how those relationships impact their work. And we talk about the other aspects of company culture. So this would be everything from compensation and benefits to clarity of mission to whether or not the agent feels safe and secure, psychologically safe to do their work and whether they feel included as part of the organization. And these are things that previously, honestly, have zero way of being measured. And so we're developing survey questions that specifically engage people to uh, kind of measure this in a way that is actionable. And then finally, one that I really haven't heard talked about that much, and that is, and it's facing kind of the other way, and that would be the way that the work that the agent does impacts their overall well-being as a human being. You know, I think it's, it's easy sometimes to, um, in, in any business, right, to view the employees as uh, just another asset like a computer or a manufacturing machine or whatever the case would be, but in reality, we're talking about human beings, right? And I know I think about uh, all the agents across the world that they get up in the morning, they go sit in front of their computer, they put on their headset, and they're humans. They're, they're bringing themselves to work, and what happens during work actually impacts themselves as humans. Right. And then, um, how their work impacts them ends up impacting their work.
1: Yeah. yeah. Just funny story. I I think the first maybe decade of my career in customer service, I, uh, I was doing it while I figured out what I wanted to do with my life. <laughs> and it took me like finally realizing like there's meaning and purpose to be had when you're, when you're serving others and helping others, um, and you could do that in any line of work, but you know, working in a contact center is a great place to do it.
0: For sure, for sure. And I, I would say that really what we're hoping to do with this metric is to help people who are working as an agent to provide more value, but to be more connected with the meaning of their work. Yeah. And ultimately that's gonna involve uh, them feeling like their feedback and, and what they see in their work actually matters to the leaders of their company, right? Now, the team dimensions are, again, uh, technology, training, the team relationships, the product or service itself, the culture of the organization, and the agent's well-being. And we have a team working on each of those dimensions, and you're the leader of that, that tech team, right? Yeah. Um, now, the data from ASAT, this is a key part of the concept, is actually owned by the agent and not by the company they work for. Now, the company accesses that data and and is able to create actionable Uh, analysis because the agent is motivated to participate. They know that the data that they're submitting within the ASAP metric program is not controlled by their company, but it's standardized and it's collected objectively and presented for the company to make analysis out of it. But the company itself is not creating the questions. The company itself is not creating um, the data itself or really having any access to it until it's at that point of presentation and companies that really want to maximize their agent's value and want to know what's really going on inside the minds of their agents, will gain insight into that perspective. And they're gonna be able to amplify the VOA, the, the, yeah. the voice of the agent in that context. And, th- and there's really um, correlative data that can be measured there that will impact business decisions and business outcomes mm-hmm. in new and exciting ways. And that's, that's what we're excited about here. Now, we really wanna hear from you CX leaders on this idea. We'd like to know your thoughts about the overall metric about the six dimensions. And uh, we're, we're gonna be posting a brief slide deck that kind of covers what we've talked about here live on the show, as well as a form that you can use to sign up uh, to help us with the metric on the Vistio and CXQA live social channels, as well as my own personal LinkedIn and Twitter. And I'll tag you in that stuff too, Jeremy. Awesome. Um, now next Tuesday at noon Eastern, we're going to be looking back on some of the cool things that have been happening here at ICMI. But if you've joined us here today, uh, you heard it here first, ASAT is a thing. We're going to work on it. We're going to tweak it. And we want to have your voice be included in it. So, um, if you're here at ICMI, definitely want to meet you. And uh, if not, thanks for being a part of this webinar today. Have a great Tuesday.